is Phyllis Karasov and Mary Komenichka from Larkin Hoffman. We practice in the employment law practice group. Mary is an employee benefits attorney. And this afternoon, we're going to be focusing on the employee benefit provisions of the CARES Act. The CARES Act is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. And it was signed into law on March 27, 2020. And this is the law that, among other things, includes the Paycheck Protection Program and a lot of unemployment directives, but it also has some provisions regarding employee benefits. So, Mary, with people hurting financially from the crisis, they must be thinking about taking funds from their retirement plans. Does the CARES Act contain any provisions regarding such withdrawals? Hi, Phyllis. You know, Every time there's a major economic upheaval, people look at their retirement plans and wonder how they can get at it and what they can do. And yes, the CARES Act did address that. And they put some really unique type of provisions in playing off of basically standard items that are in plans, the ability to do loans and to have in-service distributions within like 401k plans and 403b plans. And I should say that when we're discussing this, Phyllis, I'm gonna keep it to just what happens with those two types of plans. With 403b and 401k plans. Correct, right. And they did go in and uh, create some new provisions then for the loans and distributions, increasing, for example, loans up to $100,000, whereas before the limit had been $50,000. And an in-service withdrawal, even if you're not 59 and a half, up to $100,000. So can any employee just request that they receive a distribution or loan from their 403B or 401k plan? No, can't be quite that simple. There's two factors that have to happen in that. One is that the plans have to allow for it. And the other is these individuals must be what are called a COVID qualified individual. So they have to meet certain criteria, which essentially means that you have to have had a financial impact due to the COVID crisis or have actually experienced having COVID yourself or been laid off from your employer. Mary, I had a client call and ask me about this the other day. Should I recommend to them that they put those kinds of features in their plans? Should they amend their plans? It's interesting. I've talked with several clients also. And in some cases, the answer is no. And in other cases, it's yes. And often it's a, well, maybe not now. So why don't you tell me a little bit more about those clients and give me a sense of what that client is like and where they're sitting given the crisis. Well, most of the clients that are asking this question are, are companies where they've had to lay off a substantially large number of employees and they are doing whatever they can to help those employees because they recognize the financial burden that this layoff is causing. They're obviously hopeful that this is temporary, that they're going to be recalling these employees, but meanwhile, they're suffering, they're not bringing any income home. 
and our clients are just trying to figure out what can they do to help these employees. Then that's a type of situation where putting in the possibility of doing an in-service distribution or the loan provisions might work. Because a couple of things about those that I didn't get into before. On the loan, for example, normally you take a loan and then you have to start paying it back, right? This has a new provision that you have a year that you can wait until you make the first payment. So that really can be a kind of a nice stopgap measure and cover some of that time so people could take out amounts. The downside is those employees are going to have a pretty substantial payment to be making when they have to start up again. So that's a problem. So then you look at the in-service withdrawal option. And that also has some nice features to it because you can take the money out and you don't have to pay the taxes right away. You'll have three years to pay the taxes on it. And you can also put the money back within three years. So that has that nice feature. But you know, fellas, we know employees just kind of aren't very good at saving. And it's really hard when you look at them taking their money out of the retirement plans and they might not be able to get or get it back in. So, you know, again, it kind of depends on the company's situation, but in what you're describing, yeah, probably putting in these features would help them with their employees in those really tough situations. The other piece of it is that when the market, the stock market returns, the employees who have taken out this money are gonna miss all of that upside. They're drawing money when it's at probably a very low value and then they're gonna miss all the upside. Excellent point. They're gonna be taking the money out on the low point of this economic crash. And yeah, they won't be there for the upswing. They'll be bringing it back in, hopefully when the market stock market's high again. Yeah, that's another way that this will hurt them. And it's a way they'll never make up. So how would an employer who wants to make this kind of change in their plan document implement that? There's sort of two aspects to implementing anytime you do a change in a plan. One is the legal document side. And on that side, we get a little bit of a grace period. We don't have to make those amendments till next year. So we've got some time to figure out exactly what we're doing, and then we can retroactively amend to cover what we did. But the other side is the record keeping and the internal administration. With companies trying to set up having now new loans, where these loans you're not having to pay back right away, you've got to make sure your payroll system allows for that. And you've got to make sure your record keeping system is going to track these differently. By the way, you can also allow current loans not to have to be repaid. Again, that's at the company's choice. I'm not sure if I said this earlier, but these are all optional features. They don't have to do these things. Does an employer who chooses to make these loan options available have to actually tell the employees that they're available? Could they just wait and see if employees call and start asking about it? There's no requirement at this time to announce about the possibility of doing this. There's been a little bit coverage in newspapers, but not much about this. So 
a lot of companies are thinking, well, maybe I'll just wait and see if anybody really calls me up and asks about it. Yeah. I had a client say that, that they want to make this opportunity available, but they really don't want to publicize it because they're afraid that employees who perhaps don't really need the money that much or don't understand the consequences will start asking for these kinds. I, I call it a hardship withdrawal, but you know, a withdrawal in these circumstances. Mary, if we were talking about a client where employees were not being laid off, but the employees for other reasons, maybe it's a spouse, other situation still would like to take a loan out. Are the rules any different? Laid off versus current employees. In this situation you just described, an individual employee has not been laid off. Maybe their spouse has, but they haven't been. And the law only says that the individual employee has been laid off. So a spouse being laid off doesn't trigger it. So therefore the individual might not be qualified. And that would mean then there's no reason for a company that's not laying people off to be putting this in place. And I gather it doesn't matter if the employees being laid off are actually making more receiving unemployment than they're being paid. That doesn't factor into the situation at all. No, that doesn't factor in, that doesn't count. There's no way that they're looking at whether or not they're laid off and receiving a vacation pay during this time or accumulated PTO time and not actually having a financial numbers hardship. However, the individual is going to be the one who certifies that they're qualified. The employer does not have to peek into their finances and see whether or not in fact they are. So that's a little bit easier. So is there any special tracking that's going to have to be done for these kinds of loans? Yes, you're going to need to track number one that they got issued between March 27th and I think it's September 23rd in order to be qualified to go for a year without having any payments. You're going to need to track that they're not having payments and then start them up promptly within a year and do all those calculations about that. So there'd be some needs for some communication on that. One other thing that occurs to me as we've been talking, fellas, is when you were describing that a company might not tell anybody about it because they don't want too many people using something, there is a risk there that you might have a discriminatory impact and only have the top employees aware of things. And the IRS and the DOL don't like that. So if the company decides they're going to open it up at all, they then should be announcing to employees that they're doing it. So it's not just those in the know get to have it. Mary, what about an employee who takes out one of these special loans and then they leave the employee of the company? What happens then to their account? That's an excellent question, Phyllis. When an employee leaves a company, Generally speaking, most plans provide that the loan is then deemed to have been distributed to the employee and becomes a taxable event. And that may be actually hard-coded into the plan document. So companies need to look at that. 
They may want to allow the loan to sit out there, particularly if it's a COVID loan, for at least a year from the date that loan was issued before it's deemed distributed. Alternatively, there might be some guidance given from the IRS or the DOL about a way to deal with these loans and treat them as an in-service distribution, COVID-qualified distribution. And if we can do that with them, the result would be that individuals would have up to three years to pay the taxes and, put, and three years to put the money into an IRA. So there might be some forgiveness that way, but we haven't seen anything yet in terms of that. So failing any of those changes, you would have an employee hit with the full taxable consequences from that loan. Unless the employee repays it within a certain period of time after leaving the company? Correct, and that's obviously going to be hard for most employees to do. Well, how long do they have to repay it? if they stay employed? Well, if you stay employed, it's generally a five-year term. Right. So it's possible if an employee leaves after four years, you know, they've paid 80% of it and they could come up with the money. Right. At that yeah. point, then they'd, yeah, yeah, they'd be able to come up with the money and, and, and deal with it from that point. Um, and they also, even if they don't technically pay it back into the plan, they can take that remaining amount that that's going to be taxable to them at that point and roll it into an IRA within 60 days from the time they get the distribution. Well, when you say the distribution, they've already received the money, haven't they? Uh, good point. I should have said deemed distribution. The notice that the, the loan became taxable. Yeah. Because if they had the money to roll over in an IRA, they could just repay it. Right. <laughs> they could, but many don't. Okay. Could you just spend a, a minute or two talking about the changes in the minimum distributions that the CARES Act allows? Sure. That uh, impacts, by definition, older folks. Generally speaking, plans require that individuals who have left employment and our over age, used to be 70 and a half, now 72, are required to start receiving distributions from the plans at a certain level. That's the minimum distribution. Those distributions, and also the ones from IRAs, have been waived for all of 2020. So that's a whole new extra thing for people, which means to your point about the stock market earlier, it means that these individuals won't need to be pulling money out of the stock market on the bottom side. They can wait till it comes back up and next year start doing those required minimum distributions again. Uh, is there any other employee benefit changes you wanna mention resulting from the CARES Act? Yes, there are some impact on the health insurance side. The main thing for companies to be concerned about is that for the flexible spending accounts and for the health savings accounts, over-the-counter drugs are now covered as well as menstrual products. So those are items that had not been covered in the past and now they can. So that's a new feature. Do the plans have to be amended at all, like a flexible spending account or that's just included? 
most flexible spending accounts have a phrase that says something like all items allowed under the appropriate IRS code are allowed to be paid out of these. And what is the effective date of that? All of the effective dates are March 27th, the date the law was signed. So it sounds to me that the bottom line is that plan sponsors should be thinking about what changes they want to be making. They should review their plans to determine if they have to make some changes in the plan design. And they need to also think about how they can implement those changes, such as tracking the loans and ensuring that these employees are able to repay and that it's take, being taken out of their, their paycheck. I think that's correct. And I think that, as always, communication with the employees about the importance of saving and not rating your retirement money unless you really need to. All right. Well, thank you, Mary. I've learned a lot from you about the, the CARES Act and the changes for retirement plans and health plans, and hopefully this will be of help to our listeners. To our listeners, thank you for participating and keep an eye out because Larkin Hoffman is going to continue to be publishing podcasts on a variety of issues relating to COVID-19.